G'day. Welcome to God's Word Today's World, applying scripture to modern life. My name is Dan Van Werkhoven. I'm an Aussie writer and pastor living with my wife on a tiny island called Saipan. Join me today as I dig into scripture and explore how God's Word can still be applied to our lives thousands of years later. Hey, you're listening to episode 6 of the God's Word Today's World podcast. Today we're looking at what the Bible says about following those in authority, indeed honoring those in authority. As Christians, we're required to honor those in authority, because doing so honors God. But on the flip side, we'll also take a look at when the Bible gives us permission to not follow human authorities. If you want access to the show notes and the full transcript, you can find that over at www.godswordtodaysworld.com forward slash listen, and look for episode 5 on the list. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so by leaving a rating and review on iTunes. But without further ado, let's dig in. Last week in episode 5 of the God's Word Today's World podcast, we looked at how as followers of Jesus Christ, we have two important things we need to balance in our lives, truth and love. If we focus on truth and forget love, we start to focus on the mistakes of others. We can become quick to judge and to condemn others. We can become holier than thou and, well, at least I'm not as bad as they are. But if we focus on love and ignore truth, we start to water down the gospel. We try to make it acceptable to everyone. We focus only on making people happy, and we avoid confrontation. We avoid uncomfortable situations. We need to have both, the confronting truth and the gracious love. We need both because that's the example Jesus gave us every time he spoke to others. That's the example the apostles gave us when they spoke to others about Jesus. Today we're looking at who Peter and John chose to obey when commanded by the Jewish authorities not to talk about Jesus. Our passage today is Acts chapter 4 verse 1 through to 22 in the World English Bible. As they spoke to the people, the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came to them, being upset because they taught the people and proclaimed in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. They laid hands on them and put them in custody until the next day, for it was now evening. But many of those who heard the word believed, and the number of men came to be about five thousand. In the morning, their rulers, elders, and scribes were gathered together in Jerusalem. Annas, the high priest, was there, with Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and as many as were relatives of the high priest. When they had stood Peter and John in the middle of them, they inquired, By what power or in what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, You rulers of the people and elders of Israel, If we are examined today concerning a good deed done to a crippled man, by what means this man has been healed, may it be known to you all 
and to all the people of Israel, that in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, this man stands here before you, whole in him. He, that is Jesus, is the stone which was regarded as worthless by you, the builders, which has become the head of the corner. There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven that is given amongst you by which we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and had perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled. They recognized that they had been with Jesus. Seeing the man who was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred amongst themselves, saying, What shall we do to these men? Because indeed a notable miracle has been done through them, as can be plainly seen by all who dwell in Jerusalem, and we can't deny it. But so that this spreads no further amongst the people, let's threaten them, that from now on they don't speak to anyone in this name. They called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than to God, judge for yourselves. For we can't help telling the things which we saw and heard. When they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding no way to punish them because of the people. For everyone glorified God for that which was done. For the man on whom this miracle of healing was performed was more than 40 years old. So after the Holy Spirit, through Peter and John, had healed the beggar at the temple, Peter and John stayed there, teaching the people about Jesus. It was about 3 p.m. when they arrived, and now it's evening. When the priests and the Sadducees heard what the apostles were teaching, they threw them in jail overnight, because it was against Jewish law to hold trials at night. And can you see the hypocrisy here? These very men took Jesus captive at night and pushed through his trial at night. When they did, what they did to Jesus was illegal by their own law. But now it suits their purposes to have Peter and John detained overnight, to let them sit in jail and think about what they've done, and to keep them from preaching further. Now that it suits their purposes, they're quite happy to follow their own laws. The following day, they question Peter and John, and Peter is filled with the Holy Spirit and responds to them. Peter's response astounds them because they realized that Peter and John were unschooled, ordinary men, and yet they had incredible understanding of the Old Testament of the books they themselves claimed to follow. They also noted that these two men had followed Jesus. Now, there weren't lots of copies of the Old Testament available in those days, so it was very uncommon for people to have this kind of an education unless they trained with the Pharisees, with the teachers of the law. 
So this is remarkable that Peter and John have such detailed knowledge of the Old Testament, of the books of the Old Testament, which the Jews followed. And the Jews were afraid. These teachers of the law and Sadducees and priests were afraid. There was nothing they could say against these men because they had clearly done a miracle. The man they had healed stood there with them, and they couldn't deny that he had been healed, and they couldn't deny that he had been lame. He was 40. He had been a beggar for decades. Many of the men in that council had probably given to him dozens of times over the years. And yet, even when faced with this undeniable miracle of God, they refused to believe. And in verse 18, they commanded Peter and John not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. To which Peter and John said in verse 19 and 20, NIV, Which is right in God's eyes, to listen to you or to him? You be the judges. As for us, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. And today I want to focus on Peter and John's response. Which is right in God's eyes, to listen to you or to him? This can be a challenge and seem like a conflict in the Christian faith, because we're also commanded to listen to authorities. Peter himself, in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 13 to 17, in the CSB, says this, Submit to every human authority because of the Lord, whether to the emperor as the supreme authority or to governors as those sent out by him to punish those who do what is evil and to praise those who do what is good. For it is God's will that you silence the ignorance of foolish people by doing good. Submit as free people, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but as God's slaves. Honor everyone. Love the brothers and sisters. Fear God. Honor the emperor. Let me be clear. When Peter said these words, he wasn't talking to believers who lived in a comfortable society like the modern Western world, where we have religious freedom, freedom of speech, and can openly believe what we want. Peter wrote 1 Peter around 60 to 65 AD during the reign of Emperor Nero. In AD 64, a fire broke out in the shops around Circus Maximus in Rome. When rumors circulated that Nero was responsible because he was wanting to clear land to expand his palace, he blamed it on Christians. He then ordered all kinds of persecutions. Most infamously, he dressed some in animal skins and had them torn apart by wild dogs in the circus. Others, Nero burned to death on the nighttime pyres that he was using to light his garden parties. It is this man that Peter commanded believers to honor. If believers were expected to honor a man like that, how much more should we make sure to honor our leaders today? We can't use the excuse that they're terrible people and don't deserve our honor, because Nero was likely worse, 
much worse. And yet believers were still to honor him. They were still to follow his laws. Unless, unless those laws contradicted God's commands. The only time breaking the law is permissible is when men's laws go against God's laws. In Acts chapter 4 verse 19, NIV, Peter said, Which is right in God's eyes, to listen to you or to him? You be the judges. The rulers, the elders, and the teachers of the law were commanding Peter and John not to speak or teach about Jesus. That went directly against what Jesus commanded them to do in Acts 1 verse 8, W-E-B. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You will be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Peter commanded believers to honor the rules and the laws of those in authority unless to do so meant breaking God's commands. Jesus commanded believers to be his witnesses, to talk about him, to spread the gospel, the good news of what he did on earth, to spread the news that he, the Son of God, left heaven and came to earth to die for our sins and to be risen, defeating death, and giving the free gift of salvation to all who believe in him and call on him as their Lord. At times in our life, we'll have people tell us that we shouldn't talk about Jesus. Maybe culture says you can have your faith, but you can't talk about it. Maybe you're from a country where it's illegal to be a Christian or to talk about Jesus. But which is right in God's eyes? Listening to the laws of men or to God? You decide. This is not easy. It can be hard for those of us in the West to really appreciate just how tough this is. Because many of us born and raised in the West, I doubt have faced imprisonment for our faith or physical persecution. At worst, we might work with a job which has a contract stating, don't talk about your faith. But regardless of the penalties we might face from the government for talking about Jesus, regardless of the penalties we might face from our work for talking about Jesus, which is right in God's eyes? Listening to the laws of men or to him? Peter and John faced death as they spoke those words. They were talking to the very men who had pushed through Jesus' execution. Yet they still listened to the Holy Spirit's prompting and were willing to open their mouths and speak. They could have kept silent, but they chose to speak. They chose to proclaim the truth about Jesus' love, which left everyone uncomfortable. Who will you listen to? My challenge this week is this. Who will you listen to? Will you listen to the rules of those in authority or to God? When the world says don't talk about Jesus, will you listen to the world? Or will you talk about Jesus because that's what what Jesus commanded us to do?
But hand in hand with that, when the laws of our countries don't contradict God's word, will you honor your leader? Will you respect and follow the laws that the government has put in place? Paul in Romans chapter 13 verses 1 to 2, the World English Bible. Let every soul be in subjection to the higher authorities, for there is no authority except from God. For those who exist are ordained by God. Therefore, he who who resists the authority withstands the ordinance of God, and those who withstand will receive to themselves judgment. This isn't about being a good little citizen. This is about obeying God. God has established every government on earth for his purposes, from the most righteous leader to the most corrupt. God has a purpose that we will probably never fully understand it. Regardless of who is in power, we're to follow them because that honors God. But honoring God is the most important thing. So the moment our leaders give a law which contradicts God, then we need to choose to still follow God, even if it risks punishment by those rulers and authorities. So I challenge us all, honor God by honoring those in authority whom he has established, and honor God by always choosing to follow God's commands, even if they go against what the authorities command even if God's commands go against the rules at work, even if God's commands go against culture. Thank you for joining me today on God's Word Today's World. If you'd like to view the show notes or leave a comment, you can find the complete list of all podcast episodes over at www.godswordtodaysworld.com forward slash listen. Hope to see you next week. Now go apply God's word to your life.